Hi, and welcome to Unleash. I'm your host, Teresa Parada. As you and I live life, we are all being shaped and transformed. But the real question is, by who to become what? I want to thank you for joining me for this inaugural episode. And I hope that in the next few minutes to share a glimpse of why this podcast and what kinds of things will we talk about so you can figure out if this show might be helpful to you. So my why really starts with the fact that I have had many times in my life where I have struggled and felt stuck. It was as if there were these invisible, massive rubber bands that kept me tethered. And I would try so hard to make forward progress to grow and change. And then it would stretch so far. And then the rubber band would like snap back and I'd land with a thud. And honestly, in all of these different struggles, I have made so many just dumb decisions that have really created needless suffering for myself and for people that I care about in the process. I love working one-on-one with people. And earlier this year, I had two separate conversations, same day, two friends don't know each other, live on actually opposite coasts of the U.S. And in the same day, they both said, would you ever consider doing a podcast? It would be so great if I could share what you said with my friend, or even for me to just be able to hear for myself again what you said. For me, I had never, ever, ever, never thought about doing a podcast. That just wasn't me. And so I laughed and said, oh, what a nice idea. But here I am, stepping outside of my comfort zone, actually way outside of my comfort zone, being willing to share what has been of really inestimable value to me, and perhaps it may be of value to you. So I thought it would be helpful to lay out kind of two big premises to kind of set a context for things that we'll talk about in future episodes. So the first thing I thought would be helpful is to consider that how we think and how we feel are the primary means by which you and I experience life. Life is so much less about what actually happens to us and far more about the meaning we make of what happens to us, like what sense do we make of it? So you aren't the cause of everything that happens to you, but you and I are responsible for how we choose to respond to the things that happen. Only, we don't inherently know this growing up, or at least I didn't. And it seems that most people that I talk to didn't either. So how we think, like what we do with our minds, and how we feel, like our heart, are central to how we live and experience and respond to life as it unfolds for each one of us. So where the ways that I think and feel and act and react, where those aren't helpful, I want them to be transformed. I'm going to assume you do too. And that's why the title to the show is Unleash Mind and Heart Transformation. So With that first part being established, the second thing I thought would be helpful to acknowledge is that as humans, we are incredibly complex 
creatures. We have this intricate, interconnected web of various parts of who we are in the inner person. I mean, we, we are a physical being, but that physical being houses what's inside, the part that nobody sees. I'm going to call it our soul. It's that true part of us that though it has no weight, it actually drives who we are and how we live. There's something that we, well, there's lots of things that we know from all the discoveries of science and physiology and neuroscience, but so much of what happens within side of us is really inexplicable to us. So in any case, hopefully we can agree that our soul is comprised of all the inner aspects of us. So besides the relational, emotional, spiritual, and mental or cognitive dimensions, it includes our memory, both conscious and subconscious. It includes our moods, our attitudes, our desires, our affections, our reactions, and our fears. And within each one of us, there are ways that we carry scars and brokenness that are in need of healing and and wholeness in various ways. So whether those are physical or emotional or relational or spiritual, it, it doesn't take more than two minutes of watching any news source to see that there is just great brokenness and sickness and evil in the world. And if we're honest, we will admit that every one of us have issues and struggles. Part of being human is to have issues of brokenness within our soul that can cause numbness or the desire to be numb. It can cause blindness for us in certain areas and And clearly, there's this whole wide array of what dysfunction might look like in each one of our lives. We all struggle with things like uncertainty, pain, confusion. We struggle with loss and failure and grief. We want relief. We want healing and A challenge to that is that if we're honest, we really want healing that's like an instantaneous thing. Like we snap our fingers and it's done. But the reality is that most healing in life is gradual. It's a process. It takes time and often intentional effort either to do or avoid doing something. And in the process of this time, it is helpful if we are patient with ourselves and others. But of course, this too is a challenge for us. So if we can just agree on those two basic premises, the first one is that our mind and heart are really central to our experience of life. And the second one is that we have a soul, this whole inner person that is complicated and interconnected and we don't truly understand all of it and we can just acknowledge that within there's varying degrees of brokenness and wounds and scars in those places. So 
with that, I, I want to transition to talk about um, one constant in life is change. There is always going to be seasons of change. And change usually or often involves some sort of transition. It can involve conflicts. Sometimes um, change is really pleasant and we look forward to it. And other times it's really terrible. Sometimes we expect change to come. And other times it is a completely unexpected and takes us unaware. And perhaps it's an obvious statement to say that in seasons of transition, that there are areas of conflict and issues of uncertainty that can be incredibly challenging for us. And these things have a tendency to really amplify each of our own unique areas of brokenness. It's kind of like, have you ever been near the ocean or a big lake after a massive storm and, and the winds blow and it stirs and churns up the waters in really deep places and after the storm calms, the coastline is just littered with debris. Often there's all kinds of icky stuff that comes up. And so too for us, these seasons of change that are like storms that come into our life can bring up things like shame, regret, confusion, just a real inner sense of internal chaos where we don't really know what to do and it makes it really hard to make decisions. And making decisions is something that we're making decisions every day. Lots of them. Many of them we've automated. We call them habits, but many of them are not. And so to, to be human is in the midst of all of this change and transition is to have issues and scars that cause this great wrestling within. Um, and it can cause us to have lots of big questions about ourselves, about others, about God, about life. And so this podcast is really for anyone who is wrestling with brokenness and conflicts and transition and change where you can really resonate with that feeling like there are times you feel like you live in the midst of a war zone and there are rockets and grenades going off and there's lots of chaotic stuff happening. And while this can happen at any stage in life, this is especially true for people that are in their 20s because that is a decade that is just packed with massive life-shaping decisions and transitions. It's a, it's a season where you've left the nest, presumably, maybe not, but regardless, you are making some big choices for yourself. You are choosing uh, where you will work and what kind of work to do where you will live, um, you're connecting in friendships, you're making decisions about finances and areas of interest and activities that you'll pursue. And, and you're also choosing for yourself how you will think and act and react as an adult 
in a world engaging with other adults. So how and what you will, uh, the plans that you'll make and what you personally will value and how you go about making decisions. So we all have patterns and influences we've carried from our childhood. But as adults, it, it's time where we get to decide if we're going to continue in those or not. We need to either make them our own or reject them and choose something else. But to not look at them and to not even make a choice, well, that actually is its own choice. So as we move on in life making choices, there are times where we need different types of counsel. There are times where we need counsel that is medical. It may be legal. It may be financial. It may be behavioral. And often when we need these, this kind of counsel, we will seek out a licensed professional who has an area of expertise along a very specific line. And in life, there are also times where we need other types of counsel. And I know that in my life, I have sought out really wise individuals. Now, I did not want them to tell me what to do or what to think. What I really wanted them to do was share valuable insights, maybe different perspectives than I'd considered before, and maybe some new ideas for me to think on. And I really needed them to ask me some good questions. And I especially liked when people were willing to encourage me and challenge me to grow. And sometimes I really needed them to tell me hard truths. Things that weren't easy to hear, but things I desperately needed and they knew it and they were willing to tell me. And Usually that came out of them walking their own journey before they ever connected with me. They too had learned some really tough lessons and they were willing to share. So I look forward to inviting guests for interviews at some point, but initially the episodes are just going to be me just sharing things that I've shared often with others which have proved to be valuable for them as they were first for me. It's not that I, I know everything, I don't, but I have made it my practice for decades to search out wisdom, to seek from a variety of sources, and then to share what um, may may be of value and to ask powerful questions because I've found great value in this. And though I may be decades ahead of you, I'm still on my own journey. And speaking of journeys, several years ago, I did a strength finder test. The idea is it's like personality tests that you find online. You answer a bunch of questions only the, the goal of this t- uh, test is to help identify your unique strengths. Strengths, oh, there were so many great ones. But I was actually kind of crushed when I got my results because I, 
I looked at it and I saw my top strength was something called learner. I'm like, what? How is that even a strength? I mean, basically everybody can learn. I'm like, ugh, that's just, how is that special or valuable or important? And how is that going to help me in this season of transition? But it wasn't until I was willing to do a little investigation and to learn more about how being a learner actually is a, a strength and how the different aspects of being a learner plays out um, in ways that really are valuable. So something that I know it, I'm just weirdly curious and passionate about learning. So I kind of got that. But as I read more, I realized this is something that compels me to dig into stuff that most people would be like, mm, I'd rather go do something else. But I actually love to read and learn and look things up to research stuff and discover um, connections from different fields of study. Like I used to love reading um, fiction, but I don't know, the last maybe 20 years or more, I am all about things like neuroscience and physiology and psychology and theology and philosophy and literature and just things that relate to how people, how we live and who we are and how we thrive and grow. And anyway, I love digging into things and asking questions and especially finding points of intersection across like different kinds of disciplines. And I, I just love taking time to dig into stuff that most people don't. And I actually enjoy it, which is how I've been able to kind of assemble and curate some really amazing information and revelations that I get to share with other people. You see, the countless hours I've spent for more than four decades in reading books and earning um, a degree and certifications and listening to podcasts or teaching videos and really just reading like crazy and and discovering and gathering like gems of information and I have tons of journals lots of sticky notes digital documents and I actually have multiple note apps on my phone and my computer but it's never just random nonsense they're actually precious resources which first fuel my own opportunities to heal and grow and change and develop. And then I get to draw from all this and share as I'm working one-on-one -on -one with individuals who are struggling through their own seasons of difficulty and adversity. So each week, we're going to look at something that's been of value to me that I've also shared with those I connect with one-on-one. -on -one information, ideas, resources, tools, encouragement, questions, just things I've found to be helpful, reliable, and true. And I know that last word can be a dicey one, and we'll tackle that later. But clearly my hope is if that they these will be things that will be value, of value to you on your own journey. And I know all that might sound weird, but I'm learning that what makes each of us weird is also part of what makes us unique and special. So 
wherever you find yourself right now in life, whatever your past experiences have taught you to think about who you are and how you show up in the world, I want to encourage you that you are unique, that your life matters, that you're valuable, and that you're, you may feel stuck, but you're not actually stuck because humans are malleable. We can grow and change and develop. I mean, there's, I'm sure you guys have, even if you're not learners like me, I'm sure you have heard about or read about the research that is overwhelmingly proven that our minds have the neuroplasticity so we can continue to learn and grow and change throughout our lifetimes. And this is not just true of us cognitively. The same is true emotionally, relationally, spiritually. Our habit patterns may be entrenched, but we are not stuck. We can learn new ways of thinking and being. We can ask hard questions about life, about ourselves, about God, about others, if only we are willing to consider what might be true, or where we might be clinging to something that's actually not. But we'll explore those kinds of ideas much more in future episodes. So before I wrap up this first introduction, I do want to share one quick thing that's been really helpful to me. I am really learning to value opposing opinions and ideas. And um, let me help explain it in this context. For for much of my life, and especially my early life, I had very strong voices telling me what to think, what to believe, uh, like really insisting that I align myself with what they professed. And not all of it was bad. I'm not saying the intention was bad. I'm just saying it was strong. And so from parents, from teachers, from religious people, from newscasters and politicians and prominent people in culture, these sources for me kind of amalgamated into what I accepted as true about life and about myself and about God and about others. And then as a young adult, I was exposed to new strong voices insisting on their version of truth. Some I believed and some I didn't. But here's the thing that became really helpful to me. It's when I started learning about something called confirmation bias. It's about how once we form an opinion or hold a belief about something, that our brains have a bias toward what we already hold as true. And so, so much so that our brain will naturally scan for evidence around us that supports what we believe. I mean, confirmation bias is so strong and it operates both on the conscious and the subconscious level that it can actually make us blind to evidence to the contrary of our belief, even though it's right in front of our noses. So when I learned about confirmation bias, it got me beginning to think differently and it made me wonder, what was I missing just because the thing didn't align with my pre-existing beliefs. So like most people, large 
tracks of my life has have been spent listening to and associating with those who tend to agree with how I generally think, which means that I was primarily influenced by and interacting with people who with whom I was already really in agreement. And it's a lot like the algorithms can be for us in social media that tend to keep each one of us in our own kind of personalized echo chamber of the same kind of stuff we already believe. But then I had this great aha moment. I realized I really don't grow if all I do is listen to those who already think like me. Like, where is the sharpening in doing that? So I am learning to lean in and consider and to really listen to new ideas, to expand what I read and who I interact with and to ask questions of others and really genuinely listen to their responses not to just accept things blindly as I did as a child and which honestly I can still find myself sometimes defaulting to. But I found that there's really great value in being willing to engage with and listen to and and consider and ask thoughtful questions about the beliefs and ideas of those who think differently than me. I want to share this really intriguing quote from F. Scott Fitzgerald. He wrote this, the test of a first-rate intellect is the ability to hold opposing ideas in your head at the same time and still retain the ability to function. I wasn't taught to challenge my mind to think in this way when I was growing up, but this is what I've been learning to do and I want to invite you to journey with me to discover ways we are being shaped and consider what might be true that could unleash your own mind and heart transformation. Because how you think and how you feel powerfully shapes your life. So as we wrap up, I want to thank you for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed it and I invite you to click subscribe and then tune in each Thursday for a new episode of Unleash. So until then.